Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast, where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Double Dragon 3 The Sacred Stones. Double Dragon 3 The Sacred Stones was developed by Technos and published by them in Japan in February of 1991. It was also published by Acclaim in North America in February of 91 and in Europe of 1991. Oh, wow. But in Australia in 1994. Oh, wow, man. That's rough. I don't even know why it came out at that point. Uh, Yeah, for real. And this is based off of the arcade game of the same name, Loosely. Right, right, I, which I did not see. No, it was released the same year. So this was just a few months after the release of the arcade game. Wow. They were actually developed in tandem. That's cool. But they are very different games in many ways. Like the whole level layouts are different. Um, and the arcade version, I think in Japan, or maybe in both, had a system where there were shops. And you could buy items and upgrades. Oh, wow. But you would have to put actual quarters in to buy them. Oh, wow. Microtransaction, pay to play. In the arcade. Oh, wow. But then again, hey, well, that's how I always felt Gauntlet was in a way, too. Yeah, no, no. With that ticking life clock. Yeah, yeah. And then the home version was also very different in other countries. Uh, it was named different. It oh. was the Rosetta Stone, not the Sacred Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there is no mention of your girlfriend in that version. Right, because it doesn't need to be there. Nope, not at all. And your reason for moving around the world is also different. It's getting clues as you find the stones to the next one. Yeah, I saw a little bit of comparisons between the uh, North American and Japanese versions. And also in a trend that we did not realize existed until yeah. we started doing the show, the Japanese version is easier. I Yeah, I read about that, and uh, it's uh, it's maddening. That they have more life at every level. Yeah, everybody gets 10 more points of life. And there are less enemies. Which, I mean, both of those things where I'm like, wow, you could really swing this back into a a more fun zone in there in the middle. And then to top it off, their version has multiple endings, and the ending changes depending on who survives the game. No kidding. Now, that's awesome. It is very cool. Well, Nick, what kind of game was Double Dragon 3, The Sacred Stones? Well, Eric, uh, much like the previous Double Dragons, this is a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah, and it really doesn't stray much at all from the Double Dragon formula. No, um, not really except for the introduction that you can switch characters. Now, that's the only real main, you know, conceit. You can't do that when you start. So in this game, you do have a jump. Yeah. It is the classic Double Dragon jump of hitting both buttons. Yeah. Although, uh, I don't feel like it's as implemented as well as in, say, maybe the Kunio Kun games or the... Yeah. I was actually surprised that... I was able to control it better than I remember it from Double Dragon 2, at least, so it's at least moving in the right direction. And then, of course, uh, being Double Dragon, you can punch and kick. So, punch is A and kick is B. Yep. And then, uh, just like the other ones, if you punch someone three times and then move into them, you can grab them in kind of a headlock. Yeah, they'll do a little lean forward so they're vulnerable to the grab. And then from that point, you have other moves you can do from there. Yeah, I think, what is it, A is like the elbow Elbow them in the back, and then the other one is the knee lifts or whatever, where you yep. knee them. And those moves all work pretty much the exact same. Yeah, and 
like most games, the grapple attacks are... They're always fighting at least two people, so it's it's so risky. And then, um, just like the other ones, you have uh, jumping attack moves. You have a jump kick. Mm-hmm. But the way you do this one, I feel like the timing's a little different. Yeah. So you have two moves in the air. Mm-hmm. You have your jump kick, yes. which is that you jump and then kick at your descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you hit your other button on your uh, as you're like just hitting the peak of your jump, you'll do a head grab. Yeah, like somersault, flip, throw. Which looks really cool, but doesn't seem to do much damage. Yeah, it's it's all right. Um, but the main one that at least with Billy and Jimmy or Bimmy and Jimmy uh, that you can use is the cyclone kick. Yes, and really that's the star of the show. Well, definitely. Um, you need to learn how to do the cyclone kick, and that is when you jump vertically, you don't move forward or backwards, and then. At the very peak of your jump, you hit kick. Yeah, I, I always just hit A and B at the same time again. I just mash them as well. Like uh, it, it is, you, it is a kind of specific timing, but it's not that bad. Like I really remembered, like oh, it's impossible to do the cool moves, but I didn't really have a problem. No, and what really makes this uh, game shine is it is two players simultaneous. Mm-hmm. You can play with friendly fire on if you are some sort of masochist. Is there any advantage or difference? To not that? that I would ever notice. Or no. I guess you'd want to challenge yourself. I guess so. But you should be playing it not that way. Yeah. yeah. Because there is a special move that when you both are fairly close to each other, you don't have to be exact. If you both do your spin kick, yeah. you will link out arms and do a like double spin kick. Man. And it has what seems to be a long, longer hang time in the air mm-hmm. and a bit of a wider hitbox as well yeah it's uh it definitely is like the strongest move in the game yeah uh, it does double a little bit over double what a normal spin kick man. would do yeah that's in awesome fact, spoiler alert it's how my son and i got through most of this game oh right yeah yeah now this game does also have the return of weapons i think we'll talk about those briefly in a moment mm-hmm. but really let's get into these other characters because you know there's what makes the game's flavor a little different from your other double dragons yeah and you have two new characters, and you don't get them right away. You meet them as the game progresses. Right. Now, to switch between characters uh, is one of the most confusing things they've ever had to deal with. Yeah, it is kind of a strange system. And when you're playing it two-player, it's even more frustrating. Because <laughs> no one can really tell, like, did you not hit the right thing? Did I not hit the right thing? And it got to the point where, till the very end of the game, we would just both mash all of our buttons until we got out of the screen. Oh, okay, okay. That but bad, we, huh? we finally eventually figured it out to where... You have to have the arrow selecting your weapon right. highlighted and not gone, then yeah. hit select after that. Yeah, yeah. Which is very unintuitive. It is. It is. It's a strange system. And, you know, you will have your four portraits on your character select screen. Mm-hmm. But you like, I don't know if maybe when you have both of the Billy and Jimmy portraits there, it's slightly different. But when I was playing one player, it's like you just have to press left or right to toggle through. You can't press up and down. It's so still it's, the same way. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Although, we did forget to mention that Billy and Jimmy now start with a special weapon of their own. Oh, that's true. All, so, all the characters do have a weapon. Yeah, so they start with nunchucks. Yeah. They are slow, but pretty powerful. I think they do like yeah. 15 points of damage. They're they're strong, and but you can only use them five times per level. That's it. So, save them for the boss. Yep. That's what you always do. Definitely, yeah. And then the first uh, new character you get, which, hilariously, they're both enemies that you fight. Yeah, you, yep. And the Classic. first one is Chen. Yeah, Chen is, uh, well, he's Chinese, and he's a kind of uh, shorter, stout guy in, like, a nice suit. Yeah, I really like his look. Yeah, he has a, one of the funniest run animations. It is great. 
because well, which by the way, if you double tap forward or back, you can get a little sprint while you you know and run. And I do that a lot on accident. Yeah, I, I, it's not something I use very much. Not on purpose. Um, and there is a dashing attack, I think, as well. Like yeah, you do yeah. a little more damage if you attack them from the the running stance. Mm-hmm. And there are yeah, but he's a you know he's a little more of a bruiser. He has the longest life bar. He has more life than Billy and Jimmy. And he's got the super punch. Yeah, his punches are really his best feature. They're really strong and they're real fast. Yeah, and the, they're fun too because he has like a giant forearm. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It's a little weird his proportions, but it looks cool. But that's not his only thing. He does have a kick. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. Yeah, like a high kick. High kick. He has he like didn't a, really use it. He has a leaping. Uh, the if you do the neutral jump, the straight up jump, and then his special there is the double kick, kind of kind of like the crane kick. And okay, you know what I mean. Never. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really use these characters much outside of the final boss fights. I use Chen for certain levels, but I, this was mostly just yeah, it's some extra things. He has a if you do a walking jump and then press A, he does a diving headbutt, which is really funny looking. It does look great. I love it. And then I think he has a standard kind of jump kick as well. Yep. And then his special weapon is the claw. Yeah. What do you get? Four, five of these as well. Five of them, but they're really quick. You can usually get two or three off real fast in a row. Yeah, it's it's pretty strong, but its range is not much. Like the big thing about the nunchucks is it has a very long range, so it's pretty safe to hit them, and it won't subtract. Neither of these weapons will. You know, you have five shots with it, but they won't subtract from your ammo unless you actually connect. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, that's at least nice. And then our final new character is the ninja. Renzo. Renzo is an interesting guy. He His main attack is with a sword. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Not as strong as you might think. No, it's only a four-hit sword. But it's a it's it's nice because it does have a good range. It's relatively quick, and it only takes two hits to knock someone down. And it does have a really cool knockback on it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually pretty useful. Uh, he's got a kick. Mm-hmm. It's a weird kick because it's like a spinning kick. Yeah, almost like an enziguri or whatever. But... And it takes a while though. It's longer than your other kicks, but yeah. I think it's the strongest. I would believe so. Yeah. And uh, then he has some really cool aerial moves. Yeah, he's got his uh, tumble jump kick, which is pretty strong, but I, I didn't really have much success with it. That's I really had a hard time jump. doing it. Yeah, yeah. But he, we should say, too, that he has a huge weird jump, like yeah, way better than anyone else's, so it's kind of nice. You definitely might want to use him in the uh, latter parts of the game. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing I did use is if, you have, uh, if you're walking and you do is jump and B, you will get the lunging kind of knee drop, mm-hmm. and that was pretty useful, like... I found it was easier to, like, hit people and get out than okay. a normal jump kick. So, And then he also has a special weapon, and that is the shuriken. Yeah, you get 20 of these babies. But they are very weak. They are. Um, and a lot of the bosses will crouch underneath them. Mm-hmm. You can get a certain timing where you, if you get it just right, you can really nail them. So, yeah, But they're all, they're if you okay. miss a boss with one, it is gone. That's true, yeah. Now, one thing that makes Ranzo different from the others is that he cannot pick up any other items you find in a stage. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, you know, I didn't find the items to be that useful. So let's go ahead and talk about that real quick. <laughs> sure, yeah. And the main problem is, is that once you've eliminated the character that has brought the item on screen, that item is now gone. Yeah, it disappears. And, you know, with, we're talking about knives, broken bottles, that kind of thing. Well, that's really all there is, isn't there? I think so. It's just the two. And... They also take a moment to throw. Like, it's not a very instantaneous Yeah, well, there are, there are two types of knives. Because yes. there's, the, there's the knife and, like, the army knife, I think. And the army knife is a stabber 
yeah. slasher, and the other one is the throwing knife. And I just, you know, I would only use them if I had a good half screen between me and the enemy. I, I Sometimes, if, yeah, I would use the knives if they're thrown away, or certain weaker enemies, I would just use the bottle, sometimes just for the extra range, you mm-hmm. know, but... Um, I think they were more useful as bait because the enemy who dropped it will always go after it. Yeah. So if you can just stay close to it, but not close enough to accidentally trigger the picking up and then, cause you know how, yeah, oh, they, I know. Always, they come at you and you're going to get hit if you pick it up and they're not knocked down. So, but the same applies to them. So I tried to turn the tables. Now, when you are holding an item or one of your own special weapons, it does affect your movement a little bit. Yeah. I found it harder to jump. Uh, and do my jump moves when I was using them. Maybe, yeah. Like, I barely used them, and when I did, I wasn't really jumping much. So Right. And, okay, there is a maneuver that I wanted to ask you about, because I don't know if you use this, but you can't. I've read that you could do it. Uh, you see enemies do it a lot, and that's where you jump at your, say, partner, mm-hmm. and they'll catch you and throw you into a jump kick. Uh, we did it once or twice on accident. Okay. But never was it a thing that I thought I would try to do, because it seems very extra. I, I think it's just stronger than a normal jump kick. Probably is, but you know what's the strongest thing in the game? Double spin kick. Well, yeah. That's so the, why would you why would you waste your time doing anything else? There's there is a another. Also, you will see some of the like ninjas, I think. But in, apparently, you can do it too. Where if you jump, you can bounce off the wall mm-hmm. and do an off the wall oh, jump yeah. kick. In fact, a uh, friend of the show, Bill, he is a master of this game in ways yeah. I don't fully understand, and I, I witnessed him doing it. Sure, yeah, I, I never really, I kind of messed around with it a little bit, but I, I, I didn't get it to work, so I just kind of gave up and went to the, you know, your go-to, the cyclone kick. Yeah, we, we uh, in our house, called it the double dragon when we both do the cyclone Oh, kick. yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Now, in this game, there are no health pickups. None at all. And you do not get health back uh, unless the level ends. Yeah, it's the only way. There are no free lives, as far as I know. There are no lives. And, uh, really, you just, every character is a life. And if you die, you're dead, and you, there are no continues. Well, there are two continues. Well, at the end, there Once are. you get to level four and level five, you get one continue for each level. So that's something. Yes. Uh, but not a whole lot. And if one of your characters dies, you don't get them back at the next level. They are dead. Perm- it's permadeath, really, until you continue, if you can. That's right. Well, Nick, this is uh, Technos, but also Acclaim, and mm-hmm. they have a pretty nice history. I'm hoping they did some justice with this manual, maybe some custom artwork, some cool color. What do we got? Um, well, this is a 22-page. It okay. is color, full, full glorious, yes. technochroma color. Excellent. Um, there is absolutely no art in it, however. Oh, okay. There's a ton of screenshots, so, you know, they explain that. Um, it does do a, a, a spend some time on the... The story where it kind of recaps Double Dragon 2's events, and this takes place, I think, a year later. And the layout of the story in this and in the beginning of the game is, is kind of awkward, where they just basically say, they're like, Marion was kidnapped again. Yeah, because it's not part of the story. They just really yeah. tag it on in like a so, one screen of text. It's kind of strange, but then, you know, and they kind of recap what you'll see in the very beginning of the first level, where your top student, Brett, is he dies after the, your dojo is attacked. And you meet, and they kind of talk about where you meet uh, Hiroko, who is a soothsayer and friend. Yeah. And she says she'll help you get Marion back. We, you have to get these three sacred stones, and the the game begins. Um, they do have a nice uh, big chart for all your maneuvers. Okay. That for, you know, it's uh, all the inputs per all the characters. It does not mention any of the weapons or your off-the-wall kicks or the two-player throw kick or the double dragon, double cyclone kick. Oh, bummer. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. But 
on the very back cover, it does have a sweet ad for Bart versus the Space Mutants. Oh, and so, look, look forward to that in the future, folks. Yeah, I mean... I mean, we're not looking forward to playing it for the future, but... Well, this... Yeah, so this manual, uh, aside from that chart with your moves, there's not really much in here for you. You know, you get some vague hints towards the end, or, you know, maybe you shouldn't approach your enemies head-on, or, you know, these vague, like, here's how you play a beat-em-up. Gotcha. So, yeah. But other than that, not too, you know, it's all right, I guess. All right. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with Double Dragon 3, The Sacred Stones? I know I played this game. I rented it, I believe. I did not. Um, I remember seeing it in Nintendo Power. I was intrigued. More characters. So that that's usually a way to hook me in. Gotcha. And um, I found it to be too hard. And Well, I found all of the Double Dragons to be too hard as a child. So therefore, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to deal with that. Well, I mean, I, I thought it was worth a try. I was like, you can be a ninja, sword, you got some cool characters. and, and I wonder do. if you ever saw those characters as a kid, since you don't get them to, like, levels, you know, Oh, no, I know I remember getting Chin, but I think okay. that was as far. I don't think I ever beat. I, but, again, that was just one rental, and I was never, I wasn't that intrigued enough to come back. What about you, sir? Uh, I Zero experience. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I saw it in Nintendo Power, and I was like, nope, the other one was way too hard. Not <laughs> going near it. Fool me once. Which brings us to our more recent experience with this game, Nick. Um, I beat this game? Uh, as did I, but with lots of cheating involved. Yes, I, I cheated as well. And, you know, the reason I chose this one over Double Dragon 1, you're like, let's play one of the Double Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Was because our buddy, uh, Bill, was like, oh yeah, I was playing that and I, I got to the last boss the other night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. in my mind, I was like, well... It can't be that hard then. <laughs> I mean, I know Bill's really good, but I, I'm sure I could get to the last boss easily as well. Right, right. Um, and then I played it, and I uh, tried to play it very natural. And right. Yeah, I did. One it. player. Yeah, yeah. And I was not having any of that. I yeah. I could get far sometimes, but sometimes no. Just you get caught in the wrong situation, and it's just nightmare. Oh man, I um was kind of surprised that you went for this one. I was like, hi, hey, all right, and then I was like, I I don't know if Eric knows what we're getting into, but I did not. Um, it's nothing a little cheating couldn't solve. Um, I, I was able to get to, I can get to level four without cheating, but I could never be the boss. However, I think I could now after I learned some things, but th- that was usually when I was started right. where I was like, all right, I'm safe stating. I'm tired of fighting these same 30 guys over and over just to try this boss again. So I went back into it with my son. We were playing it two player and really for us, uh, a large portion of this game became a special mini game where we fused our minds and tried to do as many of the double cycle Ugh. and spin kicks in a row. And trust me, it was really interesting because that's some timing you got to get down. Yeah, you got to do it at the same time, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And you want to make sure you do it like to hit the guys that are running at you. Yeah. So our MO would be to walk onto the screen, get right in the middle, and then see how many guys in a row we could just take out because it's usually one spin kick will kill them. Sure, yeah. And then it's like the first guys that could break our chain, our defense, then we'd have to like actually separate and deal with fight them. as like the game intended mm, yeah we got really good i mean there was a couple levels where we got everyone and then just had to walk to the open door yeah that's awesome i i definitely i would have done the same thing if i had a, a second player with me well here we are in the general chat portion of our show and i would like to start by saying that yes this game was much harder than i anticipated it's a brutal game man and not because of the play control really or things like that which there are problems with yeah. It's just that you can get caught in such an unfortunate pylon that without any chance of doing anything else, you've lost half your life. It can go pretty quick. And since it there's no way to get any more, 
And, you know, at least when you start getting other characters, you can switch out, you know, you can do that at any time. So then, then it becomes a little better. Right. But really, uh, it's just about constantly spamming cyclone kicks, moving up and down slightly as enemies approach you. Yeah, it's doing that, that snake that I'm just not a huge fan of. I don't even snake. I just move literally up and down and wait for them to slowly weave. They'll let them snake me and then, you and know. And then cyclone kick at the right the right moment. And generally, I would stay kind of close to a wall so that they couldn't double-side me, you know, mm-hmm. as easily. But it's, I don't know. It, it's a, an endless barrage of enemies. Yes. And they get harder in ways that really aren't that much different from the ones before. It's not like, oh, that one guy did a really crazy new thing or a new move. It's just like, no, he ducks or waits for a second. Well, I mean, there's only, what, five or six enemies? Yes. the most. You're just fighting more and more of them uh, as the game goes on. And You'd think by the third one, they'd be like, hey, let's let's put like 10 enemies in here or 15. Well, and the big thing, too, is that these levels are very short and so plain. Well, like they're just like you walk. There's no, there's nothing to jump on or interact with. You're just like they a, look cool. I'll give them that. Yeah, no, the, I think actually in general the graphics in this game are really good. Yes, uh, your characters are really well animated. But you, like you said, you're you're just moving from one side to the other. But yeah, and and I found that the punches and kicks were total crap. I I could never successfully really use them, uh, at least with Billy and Jimmy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I just was, you know, it turned into a cyclone fest for me. Yeah. Um. I. Now, it can be done. I did, uh, I forgot to talk about this in our recent experience. Sorry. But uh, I had a friend of the show, Bill, over to show me how it was done, basically. And I watched him play through it. Yeah. And he actually does engage with people, do moves, jump kicks, like the whole variety. I just think the kick and the punch are are too slow, like, to come out. You know what I mean? Like, there's that lag to them that I feel like I can just bust out a cyclone kick. Like, I don't really see a big advantage. It's... Well, I think part of it well. is about timing to keep people at certain distances, yeah. especially later in the game. Oh, but yeah. But for me, I, I agree. I was all about the double cyclone kick. Now, like you said, the levels are a little sparse in what you are given to move with, but the backgrounds do look really cool. They do. Um, you, you, know. you travel the world. You're in these interesting locations. And then the sprites, on the other hand, I go back and forth. Like, I really like them, but sometimes the faces and parts are a little, little muddled. Yeah, um, they're okay. They're kind of like that weird semi-faceless. It almost reminds me of like Konami. You know what I mean? These guys are bigger than saying Contra or whatever, but yeah. you know how they're just like, we're not even doing the face. Right. You know? So you get a little, little like an eyeball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I like the sprites well enough and they're pretty well animated, but they're, they should be since there's only five or six. Yes. <laughs> I was sad that we didn't see a Bobo in this one. No, no, no a Bobo. And I don't think uh, we have uh, Whip Lady either. No, no. Um, in fact, there's no women. That well, you fight okay, in the game. I do know that the the bald guy enemy that you fight is supposed to be Williams, who is one of the bad guys from Double Dragon One with his head shaved. And I believe that the final boss, or maybe hmm, I don't know, I was reading the Japanese story. Maybe I know that in the J- Japanese version, the first boss is supposed to be Willie's brother from the first Double Dragon. Okay, cool. So uh, maybe that was there, but and when uh, you are playing, it is nice because you've got your name and then. Like, whatever item you're using is below that. Mm-hmm. And apparently when Bill would play this with another friend of our show, uh, his dad would constantly make dad jokes about the weapon. Like, oh, is it Billy Nunchucks? Is it? <laughs> I really appreciated that. Billy Nunchucks. But what's really disappointing is that you do have those weapons, those special weapons, but you really just, since they you have so few of them and they're so powerful, you're only going to use them at the boss. Yeah, and that's definitely the way to go because without them, almost all of the bosses... They're tough. Like, they, they will take 
I don't know. They actually have a decent enough AI to they crouch more often when you do cyclone kicks. Oh like, yeah, and they can just deal so much more damage. And some to of them you. have really weird timing patterns. Yeah, yeah, like lunges and stuff that keep you really on your toes. Some yeah, and and moves that are way stronger than anything I could do to them. So it's like a, a, just a patience game and just weapon them to death. Now the music in this game is also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's anything that's like amazing. Yeah, there are a couple. It decent. doesn't get annoying it does um i will give it credit for the opening theme which we heard earlier um is that's the best part it's and it's not as good as double dragon one but way better than double dragon two so they they at least corrected that um all right i I may be a little harsh on it just because i had to replay the final level so much yeah that that music really kind of got to me stuck in my head a little longer than i wanted it to yeah, I feel it. Well, yeah, you don't get a lot of different musics because there are only five levels in the game. And, you know, being a beat-em-up, of course, the levels are short. But in this one, they are extra short. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's interesting, too, because is it, it's free-scrolling, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Like, you don't have to kill the enemies and wait to move, even though that's what I always did. But, yep. you know, you have you can move left and right, but I don't really see any advantage. It's not like there's you can go pick up items. I don't think there's pits to throw guys in. There's nothing, not a lot to interact with in the background. Not, not until the very end of the game. Right, right. Yeah, which is weird because, you know, in Double Dragon 2, you know, it, when it kind of would border into side-scrolling platformer land mm-hmm. and we're like, this is no good. That's not what these controls are made for. Even here, when you finally see that in the last level, I was actually like, oh, awesome, something to do. Like, you know what I, I mean? That, that. That's anything different than just, well, I stand here and wait for guys to come, and then I cyclone kick them. Yeah. Unless they're ninjas, then I switch <laughs> to Chin and punch them. And that was the only time I used Chin as well. And because uh, I, I got that tip from Bill, I saw him, I was like, oh, he can punch the crap out of those guys real easy. The ninjas are too fast, they, and they won't fall for the cyclone kick as much. They so. won't. But, and uh, they may throw throwing stars at you, which is the worst. Really, there any enemy that's not a boss, Chin's pretty good against with his punches because they're so strong. And, you know, like four punches, that'll knock them down and usually kill them. Yeah. As opposed to like two cyclone kicks on your own or, you know. Or one double cyclone kick. Well, I <laughs> too rich for my blood. Yeah, I really like the inclusion of new characters. But I just felt like that the characters they included, there wasn't enough advantage to using them. During the normal gameplay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, each character had one thing that I used them for. Yeah. I used Ranzo for a sword because there are certain enemies, since it will knock them down after two hits, even though it's not that strong, it's easier to knock one down, knock the other one down, knock, keep, keep them mm-hmm. down and, you know, get them right when they get up. Chin was with his punches because they're strong. And then there was a cyclone kick. So, but I, I don't know. It was their, their advantage is all that you get. You do get a... a good amount of inputs for each character but mm-hmm. they like i said they're all only really good for one thing besides their weapons so yeah and you get them late so later on in the game that maybe if you had them from the beginning yeah and you know that it wasn't permadeath for each one right then i, I could see maybe playing with them more because i would be freer to use them in different ways yeah yeah all right this is the part of the show where we take a game level by level and, well, this game only has five very short levels, so we are going to go through them and probably talk about the enemies you find in each one. Oh, yeah. The game starts you off in the good old U.S. of A. That's right. You're, the very first room is your dojo as your friend Brett is wounded in the corner, and you have to fight a few different uh, gang members in here, and then he'll tell you his, his dying breath. He'll tell you that the real person to watch out for is, uh, and then he dies. Before and you don't you can... even know. No, you don't. So uh, after that, he blinks away, and then you fight a few more enemies. Mm-hmm. 
and then head outside into the streets. And the streets look great. I yeah, love yeah, the, well, the the backgrounds are great. The colorful, colorful, the isometric view done quite well. And then you fight some of the guys you're going to see throughout the entire game here. Well, it's just you know, long hair guy. You get long hair guy, and you get no hair guy. Yep. And they come in various uh, groups of two of each. Yep. You just fight them two at a time, over and over and over. And then, how many do you fight here before you can go up the elevator? Ten. Uh, a lot. It really is like ten. They're generally twenty to thirty enemies in each level. And you'll just be slowly fighting them. Yep. Uh, once you've cleared them all out, though, you can walk to the elevator, go up it, and then there are more enemies to fight. There is a... Uh, you can throw guys off... The, I don't think you can throw guys in this, can you? Well, you can do that head throw thing. Yeah, but you have to do it from a jump, so it's risky if you're near an edge. Yeah. Um, but you can knock them off. But the worst is they can knock you off. Oh, yeah. And that's a one-hit kill. Yeah, I just parked right at the top of the elevator, and I got in that corner kind of. Mm-hmm. And then I would just wait for the guys to, you know, approach me from the bottom and then cyclone kick them sometimes off the the edge. And if you do enough of that, then the final door will open and you can go fight your first boss. Does this guy have a name? Um, I, They didn't have the names listed at all. There's no enemy section in the manual, but he looks like a biker guy boss. Yeah, he's you know? wearing leather, got a big chains and a big old beard. Yeah, he look, he's a pretty tough fella. He's a cool guy. What? I like his look. Five shots from a nunchuck will take him down, cut him down to size right away. Yeah, no sweat. And that's really all you need to do with him. Don't try to get f- funny or anything. Well, and you know, I, I should say, this game, it seems, you know, it, I mean, it'll sound really repetitive, and it is. But, what, you know, where I say I'm just spamming cyclone kicks and blah, blah, blah. But there's always a certain element. They don't always work. So even doing that, it's like getting here. You don't probably have much life. I only have usually like two bars left. Yeah. So you really don't want to actually try to engage him at all. No. You get there barely alive and then just use your weapons and hope that you don't have to really fight any of these bosses because they will crush you. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it works. Uh, if you do defeat him, though, you get, uh, I guess, your first stone? Or do you not even get it at this point? Um, no. Yeah, you do because you don't get one on four. Okay. Yeah. You, you get your first stone and then you get to move on to mission two, China. And the beginning of this China level, it's all right. It's kind of a tree, foresty area. It reminds me a lot of the park yeah. like from the what second level of the Double Dragon 1. But the back half of this I love. It's like uh, you got these rolling hills in the distance. You can see the Great Wall of China. The hills look good. It's a cool It's a cool background. It's a cool sprite. Those hills are alive with the sounds. Of, of punching. Of punching, yes. Uh, and uh, you're going to be doing a lot of punching and cyclone kicks through here. Um, do we get any new enemies in this area? I don't think so. I mean, there's that... There's the guy with hair. Does he show up yet? Not the long hair guy, but the wrestler looking. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The guy like those trunks. Yeah, he was a little tougher. Well, he also like ducks every once in a while. And he can throw knives sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's always the worst. Yeah, and not the knives that you can knock out of his hands and take. So no. He's a real jerkwad. And then once you've uh, beaten up everybody, then the door to a shed opens up. Yeah, you step inside in this uh, modest little bungalow with a it, fireplace. It's like a log cabin. Yeah. And you get inside, and then uh, Chin himself comes out and gives you a speech that his brother was killed by you. Maybe he's working with the Shadow Warriors or something. Yeah, and he's here for revenge. Yeah, he is, and he comes after you. But hopefully you still have those nunchucks handy. Yeah, um, I don't think five will kill him, but it gets him close. Mm-hmm. And then, Well, yeah. if you got your, your buddy there, oh, one yeah. or two uh, cyclone spin kicks will uh, help out. Yeah, um, it can be tricky because he does have those strong punches, and he's quick, so... Yep. Just try to stay away from him. and hopefully... Cyclone Kick, though, has a pretty good range, further than his punch. And a little hang time, so a lot of times you can you do it slightly early so that they'll walk up into... Oh, yeah, you know I know that I mean? trick. Yeah, so do that. And then after you beat him, he's so impressed with your martial arts skills that he 
decides to join you. Wow, that's amazing. You've turned the tide. Uh, he also apparently has a stone on him? I guess. It's very unclear in the American version when you're getting what or No, th- there's no like animation or, or real, you know, you get some text at the end of a level and that's it. And then it shows you the map screen. And tells you you're on a mission three, Japan. That's right. And, uh, you know, pretty good looking level. You start out kind of outside a little walled, like, I don't know, maybe a pagoda. You got some bamboo stuff, uh, forest in the background. Some nice tile work. It does look pretty cool, but it's the same old beat up a bunch of guys. Move forward until a door opens. Yes, ninja after ninja. This is the introduction of the, there's the two, there's the purple and like the beige ninjas. Mm-hmm. And they can be a little tougher because they jump around a lot more and they're a lot quicker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they do those like jumping kind of slide kicks. But the slide kicks are what always get me. You got to, this is where Chin comes in and. Just punch the junk out of them. These guys won't fall for cycling kicks. It's not as good. So nope. you want to stay on top of them until the gate opens and then you go inside. To the worst part of the game. One of them, yeah. Because right away, there's bamboo shoots pumping out of the ground. Yeah, I guess, you know, this is one thing, I guess, that mixes it up. It's an environmental hazard, but... I did not even know, like, how to not get hit by this. There's no... It's all seemingly completely random. And so I always took at least one or two hits. Yeah. Just running and jumping through this area. Run and jump and just keep jumping. That's what I did. Such crap. I've made it through it without getting hit once, but completely by luck. Never, never here. Um... I'm glad to know it can be done. Right after you get past that area, there's an area with a wall with some sliding doors that will emit uh, various gang members and a few ninjas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and once you've defeated all of those, then you get to fight the boss of this area. Yeah, that's right. You're up against Renzo. The ninja? Yeah, he says that the other... You'd be defeated all the students, but they're, you know, his ninpo is unbeatable, so he comes after you. Blue boots and all. (laughs) Yeah, he's styling, he's profiling. Uh, he is also susceptible to the nunchuck attack, but now you also have the claws if you can get in close. Yeah, so um, after using all your nunchucks, I would move in with Chin, try to use the claw. It's, sometimes it's harder to, to get it to work. and you got to be real close. To be honest, uh, I, while I did have a little trouble, like I wasn't like effectively fighting him, but he's weak enough to where you don't have to hit him that often. And Chin, usually, as long as you have enough life left to take a, a bit of a hit, you'll be all right and defeat this master ninja who is so impressed he will then also join your quest now at this point there's some bs dialogue about needing to go train yeah in italy hiroko says before we go for the third stone yeah which again i I believe in in the the japanese version there's more of a story reason like you're looking for clues you said yeah yeah. Uh, but now you're off to italy and you are at the coliseum yeah you're on some cool like stone ledges you know it looks it looks pretty good you fight some guys, and then you jump down into the Coliseum, which is kind of cool. Yeah, this is definitely where you're fighting a bunch of those wrestler. Yeah, I remember them a lot here. They are the, the toughest enemy. They do a jumpy slide kick sometimes, but they're vulnerable and, to cyclone kicks just like... But they take more than one double cyclone kick. Oh, they take more. Yeah, they, they have the most life, so it's, yep. it can be a pain. They're also pretty... You can get them with Ranzo's sword, too. I used him here at first. Uh, there's a really cool ornate door in the background of this area. Mm-hmm. Some lions on it and whatnot. Yeah. You go through there, and then you are in another part of the Coliseum, and there are some statues. Pretty nice statues. Yeah, they look cool. And then you've had a fight. More guys. Yeah, here there's a bunch of uh, wrestlers and uh, hairy guys with bottles. Long hair guys. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the boss of this area, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's another Arnold Schwarzenegger giant you know, buzz cut white guy who he comes out and he, no shirt. He, this was the first real sticking point for me that I had trouble. 
Because he does a weird pause lunge move. Like I could hit him Super with, fast. The, with the nunchucks, right? Yep. Anytime I would move in with the claw, he would just clobber me. Yep. One time I got pretty lucky with the shuriken. I was able to nail the timing, and I was able to hit him with like 10 in a row, and then I lost it, and then he was crouching them all, and then he killed Ranzo, mm. and I, I could never finish it with Chin. But later I learned that when he first comes out from the background, there's like a you have a good three or four seconds before he will actually do any attacks. Mm-hmm. So if you have Chin right there with your claw out, you can hit him all five times before the guy will do anything. Oh, cool. And then you can use all your nunchucks, and then he's so dead that it's easy to – you can beat him from there. That's That is definitely the way to do it. Yeah, now, so that's where I'm like, I think I could actually beat this level without cheating. But knowing what I know about the next level five in Egypt – Well, sadly, I, when you beat this guy, he does not join your team. No, man. I want, I want that big army fellow. And like you said, you now move on to your final mission, Mission 5, Egypt. And it starts off very different right off the bat. That's right. It's like a, you're up on some platforms and on pillars. Big. Uh, it is Egyptian a 2D side-scroller at this point. Yeah, it's statues. There's no up or down movement. So And guys are rushing you right away. Yeah, so the if you stand in the right spot and cyclone kick, you can keep them. Every time they'll keep trying to jump over the ledges. Now, this is a point where you may want to use Ninja Man, Renzel, because his sword has a really good uh, short knockback, and you can knock them off the platforms. Sure, sure. Or, you know, uh, at least with the first one jump, I would stand there on the edge, and his sword is long enough that you can tag them right before they get to the edge to jump Oh, nice. over. So, And, and it, does, it does hit behind your head as well a little, because I caught a guy there once when he actually made it. So Now, the statues holding up these places that you're jumping on, pretty awesome looking. Yeah, yeah. Pharaoh uh, statues. The jumping across these platforms, not the best. You really have to be at the exact edge to yeah, make it to the next unless one. Unless you use Ranzo. But I his jump is so big and squirrely, I I don't know. I'm I was nervous. Now to use it. towards the end, you may get nervous again because there are steps going down, and you can go down those without dying, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, because then you get to the bottom and you're back to the old school fighting method. Yeah. And here you're gonna fight well everything. Yep. Swarms of all of the enemies. Uh, once you've defeated them, you can walk to the right, and there's a door to a pyramid. Yeah. And you go inside that pyramid, and you're back inside scrolling land, and two guys are literally on top of you. Yep, you've got to be ready right away. There is a little gap there that you can exploit because they will always stop and try to jump over right in front of it. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is another good place for Hanzo. I, I, I agreed. Although, you got to be ready because as soon as you kill the first one, someone's coming in from the left. Right behind you. Which can be tricky because they're, if they knock you down, there are spikes on the floor and it is a one-hit kill. Yes. You are dead. But once you've cleared both waves of enemies, then it becomes auto-scrolling for about five seconds. Yeah, it might scare you for a second, but it just pushes you to the right about a screen and then it stops where you see a little platform come out that you, you know, it moves floating left and right and mm-hmm. you have to time your jump onto it. You know, it'll keep going back and forth until you jump on it. But if you ride it all the way to the ceiling, you will then fall through it and die. Yeah, it moves up as soon as you land. It's an elevator. I did that. I died there. I was very angry. So uh, jump off as soon as you see the platform. I think there's one enemy on it that you have to defeat. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, And then you can move into the room. And this room, well, it stinks. It is just a nonstop cavalcade of enemies and ninjas. Yes. Yep. So bust Chin out and punch him, punch him up. And uh, once you defeat them, then Hiroko shows up. And tells you, ha, 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 I lied. I got you to get all these stones. Walks over and places them on this thing. On these uh, these three little... They look like bar stools. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Or whatever you keep a Fabergé egg in, but yeah. larger. But They look like eggs on there. Too. Yeah. Once you fill them in, then uh, it opens the door. 
And Hiroko goes in. And then you follow her to another room. Yep. This room has some cool little statues on it and a more ornate door in the background. Yeah. And then this is where you see her disintegrate, right? Yep. Because she didn't know how to use it right? or She didn't use all four. She didn't go through the door with all four stones. Oh, that's right. She only had the third one. Who knows? Either way, it's just a way to show her dying. No, no. She dies after the second room. Yeah that's, the, that's the, yeah, that's the room we're in now. Right, right. Yeah, she comes in and gets the fourth stone and then goes in. Yep. And screws it up and dies. Uh, but you know the trick, I guess, so you then follow her into that room. Yeah, where you now will fight two. Like, there's three sarcophagi oh, on and the wall. the two-player version is three of them. Oh, it's three mummies? Yeah. Mm, okay. And they are, like Nick just said, goofy mummies that don't look like they should be in this game. <laughs> right, and they're... Like you can you can hit them. You just have to be patient. They do have a lot of life, and their choke does a lot of damage. Oh, a ton! Really, the key with these guys is you want to just lure them to the bottom and then jump kick over and over again because that jump kick has uh, they they're not fast enough to knock you down. With Billy and Jimmy, and then yeah, and then it knocks them away from you. Mm. It gives you enough time to back up and then get to another jump kick. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, definitely. And it just takes forever. Yep, yep. Like most of the guys. Anyways, <laughs> so you defeat these two or three mummies, goofy looking mummies, and then. Marion comes out, but she's possessed by... Oh, you just ruined the ending for these people. Oh, they don't say... Oh, no, that's right. I'm sorry. Noirum... That's right. ...comes out and tells you... Uh, what? She's the one behind it all. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, it is actually just... It's Cleopatra. Yeah, it's Cleopatra. That's what her name was in the Japanese version. So uh, she is like a wizardess. She has several magical attacks. Several. This, this lady is the worst. This part of the game is the worst part of the game because yep. you're now playing a different game, I feel like. Well, she has so many attacks that you've never fought anything close to. You know, she's shooting projectiles at you, so that's new. From the ground, she yeah. has a bird of fire that she shoots out. She can float up to the corners and shoot a fireball down. She can force push you to the wall. There's no way to stop as far as I'm aware. The only thing I can find, if you can get far enough above her uh-huh. or below her, it's like a, I feel like it's like a big cone almost. But or, she always does it at a time where there's just no oh, yeah. chance of I've, I've reacting. I've just accidentally dodged it sometime. Yeah. But. And then the worst of all is that she just turns into a pillar of flame, mm-hmm. like a snake flame. And if you touch that, that's like two to three bars of health. It's a lot, man. And then she stays gone for a very weird amount of time. <laughs> it's much longer than you would expect. And then the only way to avoid her is to be jumping when she reappears. Just in case it's right where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just a long slog of a battle, too. Because um, even if you use, if you can get her with all your nunchucks and your claws. Yep. And even maybe Shuriken, I don't know, but... It's worthless. What Two-player, she has the same amount of health, thank goodness. Okay, okay. So if you use all the nunchucks and the claws, then at that point, I think you only have to do, like, another, like, seven or eight hits on her. Was she, like, were you able to get the double cyclone kick on her much? No. I, I was no, never no, able to... There's no point of even trying. Yeah. It always... I always got punished anytime I tried it, so... Yeah. We just basically tried to double... T- Once we did... We really worked hard to make sure we got all of our special moves off. Our weapon moves off. Yeah, yeah. Because, by the way, even though I cheated my butt off to get here, we still didn't have, like, full health when we got to this. Yeah, I know. It's, there was no way of even cheating to get here and being it's like, a, it's oh, a, I'm, I'm at full health with all the guys. We were like, well, everyone has, like, half their health. Yep. It's 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 rough, man. A, a, a pork chop or a turkey or, or an ice cream cone or something. <laughs> so once we had a save state where we, you know, we saved literally right before this fight. Yep. Then we would basically get all the weapons off, and then from that point we just on each side every time she appeared and be like one of us is going to take a hit but hopefully the other one can hit her yeah you just have to deal out enough damage over time and like hopefully. i'm sure we lost one or two of our guys and 
Yeah, I was down to my last person when I went. There. Yeah, it was Billy. But and uh, you know, eventually, maybe you can defeat her. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a very unsatisfactory ending. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's all text. Like the yeah, yeah. They tell you that oh, it was Marion being controlled by something. Yeah. And then you saved her, and then something good happens, and they show you three stones. Yeah, even though it's four. And a game over. They don't even care. All right, here we are in the review portion of our show. And, of course, we use the classic review system from Nintendo Power that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Uh, Nick, I gave this a 3.5. Same here. I thought the graphics were really good, the animations were great, and I really liked the backgrounds. I agree. I just wish there were more of them. Uh, and more more sprites to look at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the music was great. I mean, it was pretty good. It was never jarring, and uh, for the long periods of time that I had to listen to the final stages, it didn't yeah. really get me too annoyed. Yeah, and there are a couple like a couple tracks that are pretty good. The the first street level I liked, mm-hmm. and of course the theme is one of the best themes ever. So I like that. But I thought everything sounded good. Mm-hmm. Next up is play control, and I went a little lower on that one. Give it a two point five. As did I. Um. You know, I didn't have a hard time doing the moves I wanted to for the most part. It's just that they weren't as responsive as I needed them to be. Yeah, I, I was able to do any move. It was just, you know, they were too slow or the, the laggy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's where I feel like they do get credit for they crammed a lot of functionality into two buttons, but then the attacks are so crappy except for a few. So There's just no point in doing most of them. Yeah, you just end up doing every character's best move. And then when you get to the side-scrolling part, being forced to use that jump is a little little lame. You have to lead off. You have to do the one-foot lean. And oh, yeah. Then, you know? Yep. And now we have Challenge Factor, Nick. I gave this a 4.5. I gave it a 4.0, but I was playing it two-player. I Well, you know, it's just that last part that's so hard. Well, and I mean, I hate to say it, but not just that last part, because really one wrong string of moves and you've lost half your health. That's true. There, you can just get caught in a very unfortunate situation with guys and there's nothing you can do to get out of massive life loss. It's just not until really that final, the last two rooms, like that's when I was like, man, up until then, even though I had been cheating, I thought I've learned enough tricks. Uh-huh. I think I can make this, I could do this on my own. But that last one, I was like, Ugh, it's I, just a gauntlet, a nonstop, very long gauntlet. Yeah. It's like cutting down a tree with a butter knife. You're just slowly going at it. And then finally we have theme and fun. Uh, I gave us a 2.5. I gave it a 2.5 as well. It's kind of, it's it's like on the line. It might even be lower because, you know, I, I like where they were going. I just wish you had more enemies. A lot yeah. of your moves were better. Or maybe wise, if you had 10 more life points per character because mm-hmm. it's, you know, anytime or, and, I would die, it's right at the end. Like you're barely there where it's yeah. like if you just had a little more life. I, Theme-wise, I thought the levels were great. I like the fact that we're moving around the world in this one. And yeah. they did a good job of showing us. Yeah. Fun-wise, I did not have a lot of fun with this game. Well, unfortunately, the fighting is so monotonous yep. that it's not really fun. And, you know, you can't throw guys. There's nothing. There's only two weapons. There's not a lot of variety in the gameplay at all. Agreed. So, yeah. Which brings us to the final question of the show. I would ask, as I do every week, Nick, should you play this game? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. Play the second one. Yeah, yeah. And if you're really intrigued by the extra characters in this game, I guess maybe. But you don't even get them until... Way too far into it to enjoy them. I have a feeling, you know, maybe 
you could play the Japanese version. Those extra life points might soften it enough to make it fun, you know, with fewer enemies and Agreed. weaker enemies. Because maybe then it wouldn't be such a long, boring slog of fighting the same two guys in the level over and over and so over. I'm going to revise my statement with you then and say, no, go play the Japanese version. Yeah. Next week's game will not be a game at all. It will be Double Dragon the movie. Ooh, yeah. If you have uh, Amazon Prime, I think it is free to watch on that platform. It is. So please check it out and flick it upon one of your loved ones. Oh, yeah. I think we may have a special guest joining us again next week, Ooh. chatting about it. Ooh. And hopefully you will join us as well. That's right. And remember, if you love this game and you think we're jerks for not recommending it, let us know on cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we will read your insults and cry. Or, yeah. Or if you want to be a little more public about it, you can go on Facebook at Cartridge Command and let us know that you're a Chin Man all the way. Uh, I hear Larry was a big fan of his and used him a lot. So. I love Chin. I think, I mean, he has the most life, so I used him a lot for certain stages, you know. He's got his advantages. I see it. It's not their fault. It's not the character's fault. But uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Cart Command. And, uh, of course, it is the fine and wonderful folks who give to us every week, every week, every month on Patreon.com. Slash cartridge command. They are the... They're the cause of all this. Yeah. <laughs> they are the true sacred stones yeah. that we travel the world for. Oh, yeah. Without you guys' support, we would not be able to make this show. But as long as you all keep throwing a few dollars at us every month, we will keep making this for you all. So thank you. Thank you all very, very much. That's right. And as always, cartridge commandos... Game on! And review the classic. And it, <clears throat> it, oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry about that. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs>